Resilient Solutions Shortcast, Season 3, Episode 6, How to Build Strong Resilient Kids, Part 3. If you're a parent, I know that you're facing some of the most daunting challenges in your life. Whether your kids are little toddlers or they're emerging adults, raising kids can be a huge challenge filled with joys as well as disappointments and pain. Are you looking for some tools to help your kids become more resilient, to reach their full potential and to love God? Well, I'm glad you've joined me today because today I'm going to share with you four proven ways that you can build strong, resilient kids that will become strong, resilient teenagers and strong, resilient young adults. I'm John Thurman, and you're listening to my podcast, John Thurman's Resilient Solution Shortcast, where I help you become more resilient in your personal life, your relationships, your business endeavors, and in your faith. It's also sponsored by my counseling program and ministry, johntherman.info. For more information about my counseling coaching practice, simply go to www.johntherman.info. That's J-O-H-N-T-H-U-R-M-A-N.info. Well, let's jump right in today. I'm glad you joined me. Well, hello, this is John Thurman in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I hope you're having an awesome day today. Today, we're wrapping up a series on how to build strong, resilient kids and teens and young adults. And I'm so excited to be at this point because now I want to get down to some basic tips and actionable things that you can do as a parent or a caring adult. Why do I say caring adult? I'm a grandparent, I'm an uncle, and I'm a friend. And so we as adults need to be kind of dialed into what kids around us need. Probably the biggest thing kids need from us is encouragement. I remember growing up in a little church in Fort Valley, Georgia. That was the one of the things that I remember is the men and women of that church validating us as young people and kids. We've lost so much of that today. So let's jump right in today. There's a scripture in Proverbs that says, uh, Proverbs 22, 6 in the English Standard Version, it says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Notice, it doesn't say, raise up a child in the way he should go, and he'll always stay there. Truth is, most of us wander, but if we have that good foundation, we'll come back to what we know and what works. There's this popular notion out there that if you just do this, your kids will turn out perfect. Well, no, they will turn out better, but it doesn't guarantee. Matter of fact, the Hebrew there is more of an agricultural term, which is kind of like shaping a vine, shaping the child the way they're bent. But that's for another day. I really want to give you four proven things you can do, you and I can do. I do believe it's so important for we as adults to encourage young people along their journey. My grandson plays basketball here in town, and my wife and I always try to make sure to encourage each one of those boys and parents as much as we can, because that's one of the things we need today. So we're talking about some basic things that you can do, some patterns you can set at home that can really help your child face some of the daunting challenges of growing up in this crazy culture in. If you 40 years ago had told me about AI and social media and all that stuff, I would have gone, that sounds like some real futuristic stuff. Well, newsflash, it is on our doorsteps right now. And as believing parents and friends and concerned adults, we don't have to be swept off our feet with fear because greater is he than us than he's just in the world. But we do have to be intentional and focused on how we encourage our children. So let me jump into these four proven ways you can build strong, 
resilient kids. For more information, you can check the show notes or link to the blog for the full content. Well, let's start off. First thing you can do to help build resilient, strong children is to model resilience. Personal resilience is your ability to bounce back, to pick yourself up and try and try and try again and again until you A, either succeed or B, decide on a more productive direction or route. And so that means that resilience is something that's more caught than taught. Those little eyes are watching you and how you handle circumstances. So rather than sounding helpless and hopeless and living at the whim of the day, you want to model to your children that when the going gets tough, the tough get going. You want to model resilience for them and personal responsibility. When you do that, they pick that up and it gives them fuel for their journey. It gives them fortitude and grit that can help them be those young people and young adults you want them to be. So you really got to model resilience. You can't export what you don't have. How can you do that? Pray about it. Number two, talk to other people about it. Read scripture. Do what you need to do to be strong and be there for your kids because you are their backup. So number one, model resilience. Secondly, raise a problem solver. When your child comes to you with a question, don't respond by immediately bailing them out and giving them the answer. Help them figure it out. My mom was great about this. My mom was an English teacher. And I'd say, hey, mama, how do you spell this word? And she would say, check the dictionary. And other times, if she was feeling more snarky, by the way, my dad was the same way. Hey, dad, how do you spell this word? He would go, D-I-C-T-A-O, dictionary, right? So they never cut me any slack. They always said, go find the answer yourself. They were acting as guides. They were encouraging me, but they were educating me, but they were not enabling me. And as great as a parent as you are, you cannot always be there to make all the right decisions for your kid. You want to raise a problem solver, someone who will really try to figure out things for themselves. While that may discourage you as a parent, we are really giving our kids life skills that they'll need to live a meaningful and successful life down the road. So don't bail your kids out. Teach them how to problem solve and to use you as an expert resource. Mom and dad and caring adults, make sure you give them the freedom to fail and the freedom to learn from their mistakes. Don't always be bailing them out. Well, number three, this is really important. Dr. Jordan Peterson says that one of the most important things people need today is a word of encouragement. And isn't that the truth? If someone just gives a good word of encouragement, don't you feel edified and lifted up? Don't you feel appreciated and noticed appropriately? So I want you to learn how to praise your child with purpose and intentionality. Now, before I go there, there are two mindsets I need to mention to you. And this was uh, developed by Dr. Carolyn Dweck years ago. And it's really important we transfer this to our kids. And first of all, there's a fixed mindset that this is the way things are. Nothing ever changes. You have a fixed set of abilities, talents, personality, and intelligence, and none of it's changeable. Well, that's just hogwash. The truth is we live a loving God. We have the power of the Holy Spirit in us. And so we should have a growth mindset. And a person with a growth mindset starts in a completely different place. With a growth mindset, they see themselves as capable and flexible adaptable and hopeful. We want to raise independent, free-thinking, problem-solving young people. And the way we do that is through the incubator call home. So what are some practical ways that you can edify your kid, that you can encourage your kid without it going overboard? Well, here you go. Number one, if you praise a kid for being smart, they will love it until they face a challenging task. 
when this occurs, they'll tend to collapse and feel they are not smart. The results is when challenges come, they cave. Instead, praise your child for the ability to study and focus and do the work. As a result, they'll learn to face and lean into challenges. They'll learn how to problem solve on their own. They'll learn how to access help from you and others. But if we're constantly just saying, oh, you're so smart, this is wonderful, this is great, it's pretty hollow because when the time gets tough, those people cave and freeze. I want your kid to be able to lean in, to see it, to problem solve, and to come to you with the ideas to help them problem solve. That's number one. And by the way, on the full blog, you'll see this nice little breakdown of do's and don'ts, so make sure you click over to that. Uh, let's let's say if you praise your kid for being athletic, you know he's a natural. Uh, you set him up for failure because if your child thinks he's a natural born athlete, then he's going to be kind of lazy. And the first time a coach jumps in his stuff or gives him correction, he or she's going to be all mad and sad and talk about what a mean coach that was. When truthfully, the coach is trying to help him get better. But sometimes to get better, you have to hear some painful things. So. You want instead praise them for their ability to listen to their coaches, the ability to do the work they need to do, to take care of opportunities to grow and become better without thinking they're such a hot shot. I've seen so many young people that thought they were a hot shot only to burn out and fry when opposition came or when they were feeling overwhelmed. So praise them for their work. Praise them for what they do to get better. Praise them for how they learn and they're teachable. Number three, if your kid has a fixed mindset they're going to be overly sensitive to failure. So what we want to do is help them be optimists, help them to realize that life is tough, but they have what they need in them to do what they do to be the people they need to be. If they're Christians, they have the Holy Spirit. If you're a single parent or you are both parents or there are multiple parents involved, all of those are resources the kids can use. But here's the truth, the brutal truth. We've got to help our children learn to embrace failure early on. We all learn through failure because failure is not final. Think about it. Your kids learn through failure. You've already seen them do that. Remember when your little one learned to walk? Oh, my gosh. First, they would take a step or two and crash and fall. But eventually, they learned to walk, and now they run and play without even thinking about it. Once again, I want to refer you back to the blog because you got some great information on that. But there are some phrases that... Uh, Angela Duckworth put in her book, Grit, the Power of Passion and Perseverance. And in the blog, you'll see there are five phrases to avoid. I really want you to take an opportunity to look at that. It's really, really powerful information. So let's just wrap this up. You want to praise them sparingly and genuinely. You want to praise for specific things. Do it when they put in the good work or attempt a new challenge or they didn't quit something when they really felt like it. Above all, teach them that practice and hard work can change anything. I think about how many times my grandson Connor has improved between his fifth and sixth grade years of basketball. He puts in his time at practice. He plays pickup games with his dad and other friends. He's a member of a team, so he has that discipline in. And it's really fun to watch how he spends that time playing. And as he plays, guess what? He gets better and better. He improves for three things. Number one, he loves a sport. Number two, he's not afraid of hard work. And number three, he has a host of loving, caring adults that are speaking into him. So let me ask you a question. Are you speaking encouragement to the friends of your kids? I'm dead serious when I say that. Some kids grow up in homes where they don't get encouraged. So anything you and I can do as a caring, loving adult through encouragement can really help them feel good about themselves. And who knows, might encourage them to grow in the Lord. Tip number four. 
Set the pace, be the example. You see, resilience is more caught than taught. So parents, you've got to do your absolute best to be resilient. In the 80s, Billy Ocean had a song about when the going gets tough, the tough get going. And that's really what we have to do as parents. Life is hard. And if you and I constantly helicopter our kids and overprotect them, they will never grow. They'll never experience failure because it's out of failure that we experience growth and opportunities. So I want to encourage you to do these four tips. Be sure to check out the website, johntherman.net. Hit the link in there if you want to read the whole article and take down these nifty tips. We put a nice little chart for you. I'm John Thurman, and you've been listening to John Thurman's Resilient Solutions Shortcast, where I help you become more resilient in your personal life, your relationships, your business endeavors, and in your faith. If you need help, give me a call at 505-343-2011, or email me, john at johntherman.info, J-O-H-N at J-O-H-N-T-H-U-R-M-A-N.info. Thanks, God bless, and remember... This is the day the Lord has made, and I'll make a choice to rejoice and be glad in it. Thanks a lot. See you next time. 